Greetings, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Bandwell. Thank you so much for joining me on the chapter day journey again this morning, on this Monday morning, beginning of a new work week. Our journey finds us in Psalm 117, and I pulled out one of the two verses there. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. Today's podcast is entitled, Of Voices and Family. Now, Wendy and I read a fascinating interview in the last week of an expert in race and culture. In the loud cacophony of voices lecturing us about race and culture with these stark in-group and out-group labels and distinctions, this academic stands as the proverbial voice in the wilderness. He's been studying trends for 50 years, and he pointed out facts that no one else I'm hearing is talking about or acknowledging. The fact is this, the number of biracial and bicultural couples getting married and having children has increased significantly in the last 50 years, and it continues to rise. So both Wendy's and my family are classic examples. Between our siblings, our nieces, nephews, and their spouses and children, we have the following races and cultures represented in just two generations. Dutch American, Anglo American, African American, Korean American, Korean, Japanese, Chinese, and Mexican. In other words, the simple binary labels on the census list are becoming increasingly obsolete for many people. And for this, I am increasingly joyful. Today's chapter, Psalm 117, is most known for being the answer to a trivial pursuit question. As just two verses long, it is the shortest psalm and the shortest chapter in the Bible. And by the way, if anyone is starting this chapter day journey with me today, you're getting off to an easy start with the shortest chapter in the Bible. Just a warning, the longest psalm is just two chapters away, so you might want to get a head start on Psalm 119. Anyway, just a warning. In its brief content, however, Psalm 117, this ancient Hebrew song of praise, has a significant purpose in the great story. This short song, traditionally sung each year as part of the Hebrew Passover, calls all nations, all peoples, to worship and praise God. And this fits in context with the calling of Abraham, who was the father of the Hebrew people, when God promises Abraham that through his descendants, all nations, all peoples will be blessed. Now, fast forward to the Jesus story, and we find Jesus breaking down the racial and cultural walls that his tribe, the Hebrew people, had erected to keep those they considered spiritual and racial riffraff out. Jesus' followers went even further to take the message of Jesus to the Greek, African, Roman worlds and beyond. Now, this created upheaval and conflict among Jesus' followers who were of strictly Hebrew descent. It was Paul who called himself a Hebrew of Hebrews. He was one of the tribe who used today's trivial psalm when writing to the followers of Jesus in Rome to argue that from the very beginning, this great story that Jesus was perpetuating has been about all nations, all races, all cultures, 
all peoples. When Jesus' disciple John was given a glimpse of heaven's throne room, this is what he saw and heard. Quote, And when the Lamb who had been slain had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, and each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song, saying, You, Lamb of God, are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood, you purchased for God persons from every tribe, every language, every people, every nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God. That's Revelation chapter 5, verses 8 through 10. Now, in the quiet this morning, I am reminded of texting our daughters a few years ago about Wendy's sister Susanna's engagement to Chino in Mexico a couple of years ago. And the response to the news, and I paraphrase, was, yay, for more beautiful brown babies in the family. By the way, the very first of those beautiful brown babies arrives this summer, and we can't wait to meet our newest nephew. Along my life journey, I have observed that we humans like to reduce very complex questions into simple binary boxes and choices. As a follower of Jesus, I found that the journey seemingly began that way. I mean, I could choose to follow Jesus or not, though my theologian friends will be happy to turn that into a very complex question for you, just an aside. After that, though, things get exponentially personal and complex. Just yesterday, I gave a message among our local gathering of Jesus followers, and I made the same argument about the season of Lent that we're just beginning. Religious institutions want to make things top-down prescriptive as how to do things and what to do and what to say, when Jesus was always about things being intimately and spiritually bottom-up personal. So I find myself this morning meditating on the contrast between the voices of culture, the experiences of family. I mean, there are such complex questions we face today of race and gender and culture. And I don't want to diminish or dismiss them. At the same time, I find myself on this Monday morning encouraged by a profound truth simply stated in today's chapter. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. I hope you have a great day, my friend. Get the week off to a good start. We'll see you back here tomorrow.